Guys, you guys are now tuned into another episode of Say TV Presents The Ratchet Hour. And I'm here with my baby, the gorgeous, the beautiful Miss Taylor Cheeks is in the building. But today we're gonna start off our show a little differently today, guys, because last week while we were filming, things happen every time that we film because we do a show live every week and then we put it out. So we didn't get to talk about the passing of rapper Pop Smoke. So when it first was reported, it was reported six days ago that Pop Smoke had suffered, had died from a home invasion and they made it seem like a robbery. They said that around 4:30, four armed men walked in his house and they they shot him and his torso a couple of times. And they left out, and at first it was seen as a robbery, but later on TMZ broke the story uh-huh. that it wasn't a um, robbery, it was a targeted hit. And they shot him in the torso with a shotgun. And they had camera footage of the four men knowing the house, like knowing where to go, how to get the stuff, and basically it was just as if the four guys um knew what to do, and they didn't leave with nothing. So they didn't leave with any items, any jewelry, any money. And it was just believed to be a targeted hit. And it's just such a sad thing because Pop Smoke's career was rising. His star was rising. He put out um, his first mixtape, Meet the Woo, and it had three um, singles that was on the Billboard 100. Then he put out his second, um, Meet the Woo 2, just came out a week before his death. And it's doing really good on the charts. And it's just such a crazy thing to see because this young man changed his whole circumstances from living in Canarsie, Brooklyn. Yeah, that's and- my hood, so I know how it is. Like, he put on for the flossy. Like, every song he had, he definitely made sure he put what it is to to be from Canarsie, be from the floors. Like, how he literally started wearing designer clothes since I was 15, but, like, how we have to get in these streets. And Canarsie is a little, a little big place, um... And most people say, you know, when you say you're from Canarsie, they would automatically say, oh, you're from Scammerville, where everybody lives in houses and drive BMWs, but they don't really own them because they bust up checks to get them. And that may be true, but, like, people struggle. And, like, it's it's a war where we're from. It may look glamorous, and everybody's in their designer clothes, and the guys driving in BMWs, and the girls got their 32s and stuff, but it's ways, it's hard for somebody who's from there to get out of there if that makes sense we we tend to see to see people who are born there live there have kids there and stay there they don't really grow out the floors and to see him come out yeah he changed his circumstances in a totally different way from being in a gang and being in the hood to living in mansions and doing what he got to do he was very generous with his money with his family and he always looked out for his sister one of the things that really like shocked everybody was that he was kind of changing the sound of hip-hop and music in general like how the when amigos came in and they had the sound of culture and now hip-hop sounds like that he was changing hip-hop to more of a hood vulgar like more of a street style and people was like really resonating with his voice his sound of music because it was so different from the pop hip-hop hip-hop that's out now and it was just such a sad situation to see because 
it really hit that he was only 20 years old. He was born in 1999, and I'm born in 1996. So it, it's like, it's so rare. Like, we get desensitized to death so much because it happens so often. Like, every, since we did the show, every month somebody has been passing away. And um, this one really hit me because this is finally somebody that's younger than us and that's from where we from. So now we kind of seeing like our own mortality in a way. And it's just a sad case. And I just, I, I still can't believe it's true because this is not like most cases where it's a person and their career is like past tense or their career was like off like last year. This is somebody who's relevant now, who music still plays on the radio stations now. like And who left the hood to die. Like, if we really want to break it down, like, he got out the most, he got out the trenches. He got out the jungle to go to palm trees and sunshine to die. And the crazy part is, the sad thing is um, people saying, oh, maybe it was his friends or somebody, or maybe it was um, L.A., because, you know, a lot of the L.A. gangs in there, they don't like New York people in general, of even course. regular New York people. But my thing is, either way, it's definitely a case of envious, um, enviousness and, like, hate. Like, they hating that somebody made it. And as black people and as people in general, we need to stop um, being crabs in a barrel and trying to bring each other down. Like, why does this man's success bother you? It's not even my bother. It, it's like, how can you be so envious to the point where you have to take life? Like, you hate me that much that you have to take my life from me. That you want to kill me. You want to kill me. And nobody and still, else in the house got shot. And you still don't got shit. Like, now that I'm dead, what do you have? I just, I just want to say that it was other people inside of the house and no one else was shot. So that is, like, what they said, like, TMZ broke the story that it was a targeted hit. And most of the people already knew, like, that it was a targeted hit. But my thing is, like, nobody else in the house got shot. He has all his jewelry. Nobody took any jewelry. Yeah. Nobody took any money. And the house is um the house that he was in is um a real housewife of Beverly Hills or Orange County, I don't know which one. But her Orange name is County. Teddy. Yeah. And that's one of her houses that she owned, one of the her properties that she owned. And it's just sad because that house was seen on TV before. And a lot of people saying, Oh, it's his fault because um he had received a lot of gifts, he had Flash's address. But that doesn't give you the right to come kill me. And he I watched the video, he only that he didn't purposely show the address. He only it showed for like about a half a 10 second. seconds maybe like the most and that's just sad i feel like he was set up and i feel like we're gonna find out the truth later he had got shot in his torso a couple of times and survived it he actually died in the hospital um yeah, getting surgery yeah this is um because it was a shotgun so you had to clank clank pow to like kill him. like you came in with full mili- like armor to take somebody like and like you said you they took his life, and y'all didn't rob nothing. Y'all didn't take anything. Y'all right. didn't get no jewelry, no bag. Like, so you really hated somebody that much, so you had to take their life. Yeah, so I just wanted to start rest in peace, Pop the Smoke. show saying, rest in peace to Pop Smoke, guys. Continue to stream his music. Continue to play his music. Continue to just rock with him. And Keep the flossy alive, yo. Like, any, anybody here listening, like, you from the floors, like, like, Follow Pop's footsteps. Like, don't let, don't get stifled by the hood. Like, get up out of here, bro. Let's keep his legacy going. Let's make sure that we continue to play his music. Welcome to the party, Dior, and everything that makes you want to feel lit. So now we're going to start our regular show and the regular things that we do, which is we start off the show with a week and review of things that we did this weekend. And 
I don't know. I'm going to start off with my weekend. I just feel like my weekend was a blur. I don't really <laughs> remember what I did this weekend. We so far gone from the weekend. Um, so, Oh, no. I did do a couple of things this weekend. I did. I did. Um, I went to Harlem. Ooh. And I went to this little um this little club on 135th Street. That's not the um, 135th Street. And it was lit. I'm never going to lie. It was packed from wall to wall. It was my friend Tate's birthday, and it was just a lit experience. Like, cause New York and Har- Brooklyn and Harlem is so different from each other Hell yeah. that um, I just seen like it was just like a whole different experience. Like the way we party, the way we interact, even the music we play. They have so many like different Harlem songs that they want to play. Like, not even like the main hip hop songs. And the crazy part is, um, I was also in Harlem on Tuesday. Um, the day before Pop Smoke passed, I was in Harlem. You love being in Harlem. No, no, my, right, baby, I have friends in Harlem, but the day before um, Pop Smoke had passed away, um, I had told my friends, I was like, um, while we was in the spot, y'all playing all this French Montana, I don't want to hear this, like, play some Pop Smoke, and I kept saying, play Pop Smoke, play Pop Smoke, so it's just crazy, but my weekend was real Harlem initiated, and it was just a fun time, they showed me love, and it was a good time. Okay, you being a low-key diplomat, check you out, yeah, dipset. Well, mine was, um, it was low-key for me. Um, Friday, I went to dinner with my honey bunny. Um, Saturday, what did I do? Saturday, I went to a vision party with one of my homegirls. Shout out to Bianca. Me and her went to a vision board party, which was really, really good. Super chill. I had some shroom chocolate. Yeah. Like weed chocolate? No, shrooms. Marijuana and shrooms is two different things. That's the one to make you hallucinate and stuff. So you was eating... All right. I was eating shroom chocolate. I didn't hallucinate. I wanted to. I wanted to go on a nice trip, but I didn't. But it was good. It was pretty tasty. But the vision party was super cute. It was super cool. Um, Just a different speed, from, especially for me, because I'm always... You know, y'all know. Y'all listen every week. I love being in the club. Um, But... It was cute, low-key. We had dinner and girl talk, and it was definitely something refreshing, something that was definitely needed for me. And then on Sunday, um, it was my little brother's best friend's um, daughter's baptism. Shout-out to Arthur. Today's his birthday, so happy birthday, Arthur. Happy birthday to you. You were like the little big brother I never had. Love you so much. Happy birthday. Um, but we was in there with the Zoes, dancing the compa. We was lit. And we was having a good time. Got to see my, all my brother's friends that we grew up with in the hood. See him doing so well. His beautiful, beautiful daughter, Aria. Um, yeah, and it was it was pretty lit. My mom was out with me, so that was different. Me and my mom was partying the night away on a Sunday, being lit. And, yeah, and I came home, and then the bitch got sick. <laughs> and now she's dying. Don't fucking cough next to me with that coronavirus. Oh, whatever. You, you had corona last no, week. No, you got corona, honey. You had, you had corona last week. No, I had an infection. You you got coronavirus. So you got a, a fucking ear infection. You couldn't even hear me, bitch. So no, how you doing? But, oh, you loud as fuck. I can hear you without ears, please. Whatever. All right, so we're going to start off our show. And as you know, guys, it's still Black History Month. Okay, and we're going to have an extra Black History Month. We're going to extend Black History Month for another week because we're still going to do the Black Hall of Fame. So, let's get it started. Today's Black Hall of Fame, I wanted to nominate a lot of people who have, who have been doing their thing and creating a lane for black creatives. And I wanted to start off saying that this week past was um the NAACP Image Awards. And basically, if you guys never tuned into the show, we induct people into the Black Hall of Fame. I want to induct all of the recipients of the... In- all of the people who won awards at the NAACP Awards, 
I want to put you guys in the Black Hall of Fame. So I want to start off with the first award winner, which is Miss Angela Bassett for winning Outstanding Actress in a Drama Series. Um, Lupita Nyong'o for winning Outstanding Actress in a Motion Picture. Mr. Michael B. Jordan for winning Outstanding Actor in a Motion Picture. Mr. Jamie Foxx for winning Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture. Miss Marseille Martin, who is a beautiful young lady, who won Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture for Little. Congressman John Lewis. And my girl Rihanna for winning the President Award recipient. I also want to um, put my girl Tracy Ellis Ross in there for winning Outstanding Actress in a, com a Comedy Series. And Lizzo for winning Entertainer of the Year. Her um, speech was really, really good. Yes, I also want to give shout-outs to 50 Cent for winning his first NAACP Award, um, <laughs> Image Award, for Best Director. And my my homegirl, Blue Ivy, she's the youngest ever to receive a NAACP Award for her song, Brown Skin Girls, with her mommy, Beyonce. And I just feel like this was an amazing, beautiful thing to see all these black creatives winning awards, celebrating each other, and being in a space where they're like they're um uplifted because people always say um we need our own awards we need our own award shows that represents us and it was just a good look to see um the who's who's of um pop culture be there like Rihanna be at the NAACP awards because that's a good look because she's a major celebrity yeah. it was good to see um 50 Cent there and good to see Lizzo there because Lizzo is one of the biggest artists in general out right now so it was such a great thing to see that. So that's who I'm not, I'm putting into the Black Hall of Fame. All these beautiful, successful black people. Oh, check you out. Yes, that's like about, oh, not to forget one more. I want to give a shout out and a, a happy birthday to my girl, Niecy Nash, who is looking freaking looking gorgeous. And she is 51 years old, I believe. And she looks fine. She still looks like the same cop from Reno 911. She also won an NAACP um, Image Award for Outstanding Actress in a Television Movie Limited Series Dram Dramatic Special for her work that she did in When They See Us. And she definitely deserved that. And I believe that she deserved the Oscar as well. So shout out to my girl Nisi Nash because she's been in this game for so long, killing it since Reno 911, um, Scream Queens, Claws. When They See Us, she's been in everything. She has took her career from comedy into like serious a serious lane of oscar worthy work so shout out to my girl miss nisi nash she is mother did you see that picture with that pony with that pony in that boot Ooh, that boot oh he can't say that he canceled oh no we're gonna get into that a little later on well my black my black i know god damn it well, my Black Hall of Fame is going to be a regular person and not a celebrity, but she's a celebrity in my eyes. Um, shout out to I Am Just Me on Instagram. It's spelled I-M-J-U-S-T-M-E underscore. She is a nail tech in Miami that's super, super dope. She's family. She's my homeboy Arthur's um, wife and a mother to a beautiful baby girl named Aria, and she is killing the nail game in Florida. So if you're in Miami and you need your nails did and done and souped and duped, that's who you need to check out. She's so, so dope. She's so, so sweet. Ugh, I just love her to pieces. And I can't wait to be in Miami with her and getting slayed because I, I need my nails did and suited and booted for all occasions, darling. And that is, she's going to be in my Black Hall of Fame. All right. So we're going to get into some things. We have more show for you guys coming up. So basically what I want to get into is our next segment, which is called Beef 
in the streets, okay? It's not called beef in the sheets. It's not called beef in the streets. It's beef in the streets. <laughs> and this week, we got a lot going on, okay? Because this week, it was a big beef between all of the Insta Thoughts, okay? She it was, was Insta Thoughts everywhere, arguing, spilling all types of teas and all types of things. And I want to get off. So, basically, it was Alexis Sky versus Jada Wada. Ari, which is G Herbo's baby mama, Masika, and everyone, everyone else, else that has something to say, okay? She was dragging people left and right, and let me tell you how this all started. So this all started because, ooh, the hiccup. This all started because um, Alexis Sky had got long nails, and Ari basically was subtweeting about Alexis and stuff like that. So Alexis just went on Instagram to say, and I quote, "You bitches are weird as fuck." I'm in my own lane. I don't hate on no one. I don't hate on... Ooh, wait. No one at all. These trolls tagging me and shit saying that I'm trying to be like someone else. Let me make something clear. I love myself. I'm beautiful inside and out. I've been humble, real humble, and I paved the way for a lot of you bitches. That is the tweet that set everything on fire, hey, okay? Paved the way. I do feel like um I don't I wouldn't say paved the way would be the word that I was used, but I feel like Alexis Sky did start that insta thought movement. But I'm gonna say um You sure? I do. Well, I feel like the first girl that really started off the whole video vixen and all that Melissa is Melissa Ford. Ford. But and I Rosa feel Costa. like but I feel like um she definitely started that insta wave, like the new girls coming out. Alexis Sky did start that. Once Alexis Sky tweeted that, because it was about Ari and the claims that she said, homegirl Jada Wada decided to come in and throw shots at Alexis and say what she said. And basically, Alexis Sky shut Jada down. Like, she basically was like, girl, I will take your nigga. She was like, you ain't nobody. You always getting cheated on. Yeah, don't and, you taste me on your lips. And yeah, and Alexis sure. just let her know, like, I had little baby ugly ass and I could get him again. After Alexis shut Jada down, because Alexis done And that little baby could come in, in, come in his little intro to don't lie on me. Don't lie on my shit. And then after Alexis said that, um, basically, um, Ari came in talking about, um, I'm here on the behalf of um, Jada. And Ari, after Ari said that, Alexis just went in like, um, what, like, do you want smoke jigsaw? Calling her the man from Saw. And basically... That funny, though. That shit was fun. Alexis dragged um, Ari as well. And basically, it didn't stop there because more people started to get involved. Like Akbar V and um, Masika. So Akbar V took Alexis' side. And Masika came in talking about Alexis. Like, you didn't start nothing. You must remember who put you on. And then, basically, Alexis called Masika a, a old porn star from the 90s who was sucking dick. And then after that... Ari came back and they got into it more. Ari started to talk about Alexa's daughter, saying that, saying subtweets about basically, I'm glad I have a healthy, beautiful baby boy who's smart and knows all his ABCs. And one, two, threes in his body parts and hold your and hold your daughter tight. And then Alexis Sky then went on to say, um, basically, um, talked about her dead brother. She talked about um her mother, and it just went crazy from there. And them two started Alexis. Ari then told Alexis, basically, hug your daughter tight because now it's on. And Ari called Alexis' phone 50 different times saying Alexis didn't pick up. Ari accused Alexis of being mad because, basically, um, she wanted to eat Ari's pussy. And it just went on. And Alexis was like, nobody wants to eat your dirty pussy. I want to eat your pussy with your mother lips or your mother fork. No, her brother's brother fork because her brother is folk. And Alexis just went the fuck off. And I feel like I'm, I'm proud of Alexis because... Usually she runs from battles like she doesn't really speak her mind and I'm just glad that she finally spoke her mind and like tore all of them up and I just feel like Jada 
took the biggest L because she shouldn't even say nothing because it had nothing to do with her and she got destroyed because everybody know little baby, baby is cheating you know, on her. She just got in a fight for little baby outside the hotel like not even a couple of weeks ago. They they not even living together no more and then little baby just took Bernice Bugos to um Miami um to Mexico for a trip. Exactly. So it's just crazy. Why and you home breastfeeding your kid? It's just crazy. I just feel like. Ari, Ari tried to come at Alexis back, but Alexis like destroyed her, and I feel like um, Alexis, Alexis gave all of them what they wanted. She ate all of them up. Cause all they could say is like, oh, your daughter got a disability, your daughter got a disability. All right, bitch, and your baby's normal, and your baby father out here in the streets. Yeah, like I can't believe yeah, yeah. Ari would talk about somebody's baby, and she got that fat ass baby. I mean, cute, so you, you ate little walls. That's but... probably how she looked at before her fat transfer. Oh shit. Cause that baby is big. Leave that baby alone. Kids is off limits. Kid, kid, apparently, kids is not off limits. Well, if we both baby mothers, baby mothers for them is kids is off limits. No, kids is not off limits. I'm sorry. But Alex, basically, yeah, Alexis, she can. I was, I saw that shit live on Twitter. I didn't see it through the blog. My fucking fingers couldn't refresh the damn page fast enough to see the shit. I was like, oh my god. And then even I think what even made it worse was, like you said, everybody else, the fans in the comments, especially in the blogs. And was connecting them motherfucking dots faster than they could. Because Alexis, she had the OD Twitter fingers for nah, that Nah, she was eating them up. Like, it was no it was no <laughs> comeback for Jada. So Jada just disappeared back into wherever she came from. Then you Ari had, better figure out why fucking Fab Daughter got more lock on your man than you do, sis. So. Ari left for like a day. And then she came back the next day trying to have energy. But Alexis really tore all of them up. Like, she Every was not day. playing. Everybody. And I was just wondering, like, where does this Alexis Sky be, like, when she's on Love & Hip Hop? Because she's boring on Love & Hip Hop. Like, she don't give me no storyline. Like, Fetty, Fetty, you know you my baby father. Fetty, why you acting like that? And when Fetty she not my baby father. When she called Mystique a Bigfoot, I was fucking crying. No, I like when um she was like, what's next? And Masika was like, a, a DNA, DNA test. test. But Alexis know Fetty is not her child father. That's what she Fetty that. knows that he's not the child father. Basically, the child father is some guy that lives in um, Harlem in the Bronx. And he's a regular guy. That's why um Masika, I mean Masika, Alexis' baby gets Medicaid because they use her father's income. Mm, 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 mm. Yes, but if I'm going to give a winner in this, like the W to somebody in this beef, I'm definitely going to give the W to, to Alexis Sky. Because she came out, she came through like a wrecking ball, okay? She came out swinging. She was taking names and just violating everybody. So I'm definitely going to give the yeah, W to Alexis Sky. Alexis got that shit. Alexis up. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment of the show, which is Reality Bites, which is where we break down everything that's going on in reality TV, segment by segment, show by show, and we just tell y'all guys what's going on. So basically, we're going to start off with Love & Hip Hop Miami. Saucy Santana was on this week's episode of I Love & Hip Hop Miami. I told you. I told you. No, he, I'm going to break it down to you. All right, so basically, he got signed to the show. You said that he was signed to the show, and then I seen it. But then he had quit the show because he didn't like what um, Miami tipped when she made that video about of him. So he quit the show and they begged him to do three more episodes and they was going to pay him, you know, a big check. Cause he's I know, because they, they need, especially him and, him and Suki, they need them. They're, they're the biggest things in Miami right now. So he explained why he came back to the show. So basically, um, in this episode, he was having an album release party for his um, song Material Girl and all the songs that came Material with it. Material And basically... Um, he was having a big party. All the cast members was invited. Suki, he told Suki, you cannot invite Miami Tip. Because that's the manager. Yes. Yeah, so Suki begged, like, please, can Miami Tip come? He said, okay. When Miami Tip got there, why was it a picture of her saying, the no trash passing? The big ass sign. If she appears, arrest this woman. So Miami Tip was basically like, um, 
oh, I never um lied about what I said about Santana. It was the truth. And Santana basically said, like, I go out and I do parties all the time. And I never, um, I never, um, basically was called out for this behavior. Like, yeah. he's saying, like, she lied on him. So that was the big she, thing. She couldn't, in that video, she condemned why he got shot. Like, first of all, her opinion was not required. Nobody no asked her. It was not required, no desired. Then you sat there and you kind of justified the reason why he got shot. It's reasons to shoot people, but no, him no, no, being no. like that or having fun at a party is not a reason to shoot people. Because she wouldn't have said that was, that was Bobby, so what the hell? Yeah, I definitely feel like she was being homophobic, but I don't feel like it was no reason for her to go and give that opinion. And I feel like it's his party. He doesn't have to invite her in the and party. And, bitch, you lucky he don't dog walk you because you know he liked to fight. He should have beat her ass. Anyway, in other Love & Hip Hop Miami news, we have everybody in this episode was really worried about Trick Daddy's health because he's been self-medicating. He's been, um, he got um, arrested for sleeping in the car while driving. And yeah. basically, um... Because he's on a sugar bugger. He was getting upset. Like, he didn't want to talk about his health. He didn't mm -hmm. want nobody else to talk about it. And he got upset with the interviewers and a lot of the castmates because, um... They, were they kept asking him about it. Doing, like, an intervention type of thing. He was kind of irritated with it. Yeah. But, um... Trick Daddy having lupus is something that's very serious, and he need. I feel like he needs to take serious, because I know personally how lupus can take life. My aunt passed from lupus years ago, but it's very, it's an aggressive thing, and then you self medicating with a harmful drug such as cocaine, it's not making you no better. Especially like she said, um, uh, God, what's his wife? Name? Joy. Joy. Damn, I was supposed to call her Joyce. That is. Um, so black, uh, Joyce. Jesus, make, take the wheel. But I feel like um, you can't a negative and a negative does not make, make a, positive. It a positive. You cannot have a disease she, that serious and do coke. Like you saw, what she, but you see what she said. She's like he's diagnosed over ten years ago. He never wanted to take care of it. She's like since he's been with me, he don't want to talk about it. He said we actually we got kids to raise. You can tell. You can look at a different picture of Trick in the past and Trick now. And that's the lupus. That's why his face looks the way he does. Yeah, because he's going bald. Mm -hmm. Like that's the lupus. He looked like a knuckle. But I really feel bad for Trick, but we're going to move on My from... said a big toe. We're going to move on from down south and come back up to the east coast with Love & Hip Hop New York. So basically, Jen and Fresher's story is continuing, and I feel like they bring in the, the energy. They like, bring in I the drama like that I pay for. There's no need to bring the OGs back because the OGs aren't bringing the same energy. So basically... Well, no, because um, Yandy and Kimbella, that damn fight. But Yandy and Kimbella, they not really... They, not, they OGs, but they not really OGs because they've been on the show from season two to now. But I feel like basically... um. Jen and Fresha are bringing this energy. So Fresha owes his artist his Jada, and which is his side bitch, sixty k, and they decided to um make a deal for only forty k, and um a payment plan. So then, meanwhile, Jen, like you nigga paid his taxes. I need to pay, pay you in the payment plan, motherfucker. You're Fresha. How the fuck you gotta pay somebody on the payment plan? Meanwhile, Jen is mad because um. He's still like, like she kicked him out the house. He's still sleeping on his aunt's couch. And Jen wants to meet up with Fresha and the other girl, Jada, to get to the bottom of it. But he's not allowing that to happen. Meanwhile, he owes this girl all this money. And he's, um, he's buying Jen new houses. He bought her new body. He buying her rings. Mm -hmm. And my thing with Fresha is like, you know you scammed this girl. You know you being a regular Bama's nigga. You know you need to give this girl her money. Like, she can't start her clothing business. And I feel like part of the girl, like, if she really wanted her money, she would take him to court. But I feel like she's so she in love with him, him that she just yeah. want his attention. Yeah, she's still in love with him. That's why she went to Jen and told Jen, like, oh, I pay for your new body, bitch. Like, Ain't no nigga gonna be on the streets and owe me more than $100. 
Five dollars. Uh, 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 Run me my damn money. You want to be patty and cheese in a soda? Yes. But ain't no nigga, like ain't no nigga gonna be on those streets and owe me more than a hundred dollars. Sixty k. That's a house. That's tuition. Bitch, I don't even make sixty k in that year. That's tuition. That is a down payment on a crib. That's, that's a, a core. car. A core. That's not a car. That's that's a core. Get out of my fucking head. That's a core. <coughs> a new core. A brand new one with twenty two. The twenty twenty core. With platinum rooms. But yeah, I feel like Fresha is dead wrong for that. And I feel like Jen, Jen be going too hard. Like, she be talking to no, Fresha. That's like, my nigga. I'm going no. hard. She should have rocked. She should have knocked this fucking block off, though. When he's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Don't talk to me like I'm stupid. I'm about to knock. I'm about to have your jaw rocking, Her bro. butterface ass be going so hard. It's okay. It's always butterface ass bitches. No. She be going mad hard at the girl. Like, it's not the girl fault that your nigga cheating. And then she be going mad hard, like, I will violate you. I will knock her out. Like, girl, no, you're you don't knock me... her out. You knock him the fuck out. You're supposed to have his dog. You giving me She-Hulk. Like, you're mad big. Your body is nice, though, but it's still it's big. Good, it's good paid. It's Your well face paid look for. like one of them sad doggies. And, um, she just... She, a doggy? The pug. She look like a pug. A doggy. A pug. And she going mad hard, but Fresha was dead wrong, and he need to give that girl her money. Fresha needs to get his shit, his fucking head. Linked. And I, I don't know. I have so much feelings on Fresher and stuff like that. Like, I feel like he don't want to be with Jen. I feel like he just was with her for so long that he's just sticking it Somebody out. Somebody used to. And I feel like, I feel like this, no shade to nobody. I feel like a lot of black men do this. And I'm going to speak my opinion. You may agree with it. You may not. I feel like a lot of black men go and they have um kids with Spanish women, but they really want to be with black women. That's really my opinion. Like, I feel like they have kids with Spanish women because they want the the features, the cute little um light-skinned baby. But I feel like he really wants to be with a black woman. Don't look at yourself because you both. But I'm just saying, like, that's really how I feel. Like, I feel like black men, especially black men from the hood, they want to have these little light babies. They go and they get with the Spanish girl. They have the baby. But I feel like, like Jada, like he wants to be with a girl that looks like Jada. He cheating on her with all these black girls. It's... I think he really want to be with a black girl. Maybe black girls is busting open better than Jada is. I mean, than than, than Jen. Jen. And then he bought her the new body and everything. And he, I just think he don't want her. I think he do want because this is what niggas do. They 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 will dog the woman who rides for them the hardest to have a bunch of other side bitches, and that is a fact. But Jen is not handling him right because you come in, you confronting this girl, you ready to fight her and stuff like that. Who you need to be fighting is him. First of all, my nigga, you should know I'm that fucking gangster. I will shoot the shit out of you. Yeah, but Jen be giving me too much man vibes. Like, she be talking to him too manly. Like, be a lady. No, I'm not being I'm going to shoot the shit out of you. Don't fucking play with uh-uh. me. She giving me real New York hood booger. I will real stab big, you in your neck. Big watch body. Your ass bleed out. Don't play with me, Frankenstein body. I mean, elbow ass face. That's what she giving me. Yes, but I can give you elbow face. I'm gonna put my elbow to your fucking face. But he don't take us seriously. That's why, cause he knows, like, okay, if I beg enough, or if I say I'm sorry, or do all these all these justice, she'll take me back. When you mean what you say, you say what you mean. You ain't gotta worry about those issues. Her and face Je- look like melting vanilla ice cream. I'm not listening to you. No, no, no. We not. You gonna know do it. Do it's so saggy. Do he should have lift them fucking cheeks up. I ain't gonna do he it. He should have lift them cheeks up. I ain't gonna you do don't it. get the um the body done and not the face. I ain't gonna do it. Her no, shit no. is droopy. We... Like she look like the sad doggy. The sad. I'm not gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. Do Why it. you mad, doggy? You Why mad, doggy? You mad, doggy? You mad? <laughs> That's what she giving me. You mad, doggy? I ain't gonna do it. But we're gonna move on from Jen and Fresher, even though they bringing the drama, and I'm liking them on the show. Yeah. We have Jim Jones. He got his mother a house, right? 
Let me tell y'all about Mama Jones. I would almost drop kick the fuck out of Mama Jones' house, Chrissy. I would wait, break that old bitch Let me bitch break it down. So basically, Jimmy bought Mama Jones' a house because her house got on fire, right? Two years ago. This Pum Kosh. Two years ago. That's why he was waiting for the love and hip hop check. So Jimmy got Mama Jones' a house, right? So after he got Mama Jones' a house, he did. He felt that he t- then told her that Chrissy designed the house, right? So when he first, she first seen the house, she was happy, like, oh my god, Jim G got me a house, Juki or whatever she called him. She was crying. Yeah, then when she said, once he heard that Chrissy designed the house, she Mama Joe started flipping. She started turned to this the fucking is, exorcist. Her head spun in a circle. She was and like this. This is so ugly. This needs to go. This needs to be changed, Jimmy. I don't like this. I want a red door because I'm blood. I'm Mama Blood. She was so upset. How she said it? How she said it? I'm Mama Blood. I want a red house. So Mama Jones was just flipping out. And I just felt like that was real ungrateful She's of her. She's so ungrateful. And Chrissy should have dropped, kicked the fuck out of her and broke that old bitch hip. Uh, holy moly, bet not touch Mama Jones. I love Mama Jones. I'm going to tell you why I love Mama Jones. They call me Nancy Jones. They call me on the phone. They said my son is tripping. Leave him alone. I'm a psychotic bitch, 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 bitch. Yo, Mama Jones is the original mama. Like, I will always love Mama Jones. Mama Jones and Mama D need a show together. They call me. Oh, Mama Jones and in that order. She is a B I. C-T-H. C-T-H. In that order. In nah, that I order. love Mama Jones. In that order. In that. But Mama, Mama, um, Mama Jones was not letting go of that red door. She want her red door, and she said that she is going to break that house down to get her red door. And what had me so cracking up about this whole thing was that she was like, you know what? I'm leaving. You got to have the house, Jimmy. Have the house. And then she's going to come back and go, this is my house. You get out of my house. I said, Mama Jones, if She's you don't sit, sit your bipolar ass down with them Tony Braxton finger waves. You, you mean you, the world to, to me. me. You are my everything. No. Unbreak my heart. Them old ass finger waves Mama Jones had And them shits are crispy as fuck. Like, you flick them, they be like plastic. Them deep fried ass finger waves. Talk about some, oh, I'm leaving this house. Since you was living in the hotel for two years, there's only so much pooling I can do. First of all, Jim, why is your mother in a hotel? Why? You know old people like hotels. No, I'm not living in a hotel for two years. I think I could. If it's a nice one. Two years? That's a, a long nice ass time. One, I'm going to get my little Gucci bag and come out my hotel. Then why aren't you paying in the hotel fees? You could have put it in an apartment. Mm, you're right. All right, so we're going to move on to our next show, which is Real Housewives of Atlanta. So during this episode, Kenya Moore put together an event, and she invited all the couples, and they went on a bowling date. And I feel like it was very cute to see all the couples get together and do a bowling date. She also put together um a little kickball thing with all of the cast members, even some of the side cast members like Marlo. Only person that was missing from the whole thing was Tanya and Nini. Um... It was good to see the girls get along. Like, when Nini's not in the mix, it's, it's weird, but they all get along when she's not there. Nini stirs the pot. Yeah, like... She's a spoon that stirs the gumbo. So, during this episode, we got to see Cynthia and her um fiancé, Mike, talk about his past infidelities because he wrote a book speaking about how, in the past, he cheated on both of his wives. So, my thing is, my question is, would you be mad if your man was honest with you and told you, like, look, in my past two relationships, I cheated, but, like... He's just being honest. Like, how would you feel about that? I'm not. I mean, I ain't mad, especially if I'm the one that asks. Like, you open the door, you gonna get your answer. But I'm gonna let him know you cheat on me. I'm a fucking samurai by night. I will slit your damn throat. I feel like um, 
women say they want honesty, but they don't really want honesty. Like, they want you to lie and give you, like, the, the fairy no, tale. don't lie to me. No, but I feel like that's what women want because, especially that's what Cynthia wants because he's mm -hmm. letting her know what it is. Like, this is what it is. And she's still giving, basically, like, attitude or resentment towards the situation. Like, do you want him to tell you the truth or do you want him to lie? Like, it's up to you. Yeah, don't don't lie to me. I need, I need to know. I need, I need it all. Like, you got to give me everything because... When I feel like you being dishonest, that means I, I can't trust you as far as I can throw you, and I start acting crazy. And my crazy is not the crazy you need, you want in your life. Okay, well. I can't. Mm -mm. Men, I do liar. Me can't. Oh, don't start. Me can't. Me can't. Me can't do liar. Oxtails, peace and rice. Go on. Me can't do liar. Yes, it did. Bumba clad. And I tell truth. Pussy clad. Me box yard. Ati blood. Bumba clad. Yo, I love when you act Jamaican. I, I love the Caribbean tailor when she come out. I can't. Cause mm -mm, I'm making a reggae song. It's called Peas and Rice. Okay. Peas and Rice. With oxtail gravy Feeling on the like sides. Feeling like spice. With the oxtail gravy on the side. Yes. You get the peas and rice. You get the oxtail gravy on the nah, side. Nah, you're so annoying. Hey. But basically, in other episode news, the star of the, this week's episode was King of Moore's husband, Mark Daly. He put on... So, um, basically... God, Jesus. He said that <laughs> Kenya... He was, he was the star of the show, and basically not for no good reasons. On this week's episode, he was shown being a little too controlling, and basically he wasn't defending his wife. He kept taking Nini's side, because, you know, Nini and Kenya are fueling. He kept saying good things about Nini, and when um Kenya told him that Nini tried to fight her, he was just basically like, what did you do? And basically like, you're not defenseless. Stop being a victim. Like He just didn't have his wife back this whole episode. First of all, he's, he's, he, he's, he's a little bit of a... Bitch to me. Yeah, I don't feel like he like her. I feel like he thought he thought getting with her was something that something that it wasn't like. He figured I'm gonna marry her. I'm gonna get. We gonna have this baby, and she gonna be this changed person. He thought she was a project. I feel like he married her for business purposes. That too, and being a project. Like I feel, I feel like he thought it was gonna be something that it wasn't. And then now he sees how mixy it is. He ain't feeling it. Like he's like, oh, I met like, him in person. He comes to my job a lot because he used to have um a, a location in there, mm -hmm. and um he was a nice guy. He talks to a lot of the bartenders. Um, like he just laughs and he jokes. He was cool. He seemed like he really was in love with her. Like when he came to the job, because you know people ask him like, "Oh, I, I heard you married to this one." That, that he said nothing but good things about her. But my thing is like, have that same energy on camera because what really matters is what's on camera. Camera, yeah, that's what everybody sees. Because that's a show that has um. A lot of viewership in the billions and the millions yeah. so you can't be on a show and be rude and reckless to your um to your um basically your um your wife, your wife. Your i was wife. gonna say baby mama but they married they married your wife and you out here being a dickhead and you you look crazy you got her looking crazy and that's what that I hate. I hate being embarrassed. Do not have me out here looking crazy in front of people. If we're a couple, we need to be on the same page. We are a unit. We are one. And if I don't like that bitch, you, you don't, don't like, like that, that bitch. bitch. We are one. When they see you, they think of me. When they see me, they think of you. We are one. And if I tell you, let that bitch live, let that bitch live, but let her know you can still bust her her shit. But if I tell you we not fucking with somebody, you be a united front and you sit there and we don't fuck with somebody. That's it. Period. Punto. That's how you say it in Spanish. Oh, okay, Rosetta Stone. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Okay, a little, somebody said A that. little bit of sofrito on the fried chicken. Okay, sauce A little bit of adobo. All right. Adobo. Uh, adobo, 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 adobo. No, only peas and rice is my song. But basically, that was it for Real Housewives of Atlanta. So we're going to jump on to Growing Up Hip Hop LA. Dame Dash and his two kids had basically um 
his, his daughter with Rachel Roy, um, Roy, Ava. And um, I don't know who Boogie Mother is, but that's after Leah. Whoever he yeah. got with after Leah. Um, basically, they had a um, family therapy session. And Dame got mad. A hot mess. He got mad. He started cursing out the kids. He walked out. He said that Ava only cares about money. She only hits him up when it's time for bills. Um, he called Boogie a loser. He was just, like, down in his kids. And it was such, like, a nasty thing to see because Dame Dash is very, like, controlling. And, like, he really was, like, not letting his kids get a word in edgewise. Like, he was just mad and he demands respect, but he doesn't give, give his children respect. respect at all. And it was just a bad thing to see, like, how your son and your daughter don't like you. And, like... Nobody likes him. His brother don't like him. His mother don't like him. Nobody likes Dame Dash. Yeah, and I just feel... Even Jay-Z don't like him. And I just feel like it's just a crazy thing to see, like, you breaking down. As a parent, you're supposed to uplift your kids. And you mad because um, he's mad at Ava because she wrote a deposition with the court just saying that his other daughter, um, he wanted more custody of his other daughter, the littlest one. That's yeah. Not the one that was probably just born, the one, one after. The one before. He wants more time, more custody. And Ava just wrote a letter saying that it should stay the way it is with joint custody because... He's not that much of a present, caring father. And you can see that in his interaction with his kids. Yeah, he who, doesn't, calls the, who calls the kid a loser? He doesn't look like he really care about his kids. Like, he look like he's just there, and that's it. That's all. Who calls the kid a loser? Dame Dash has, he has um, issues that he needs to work through and work out. And I just feel like he don't want to. He got that toxic, like, mochisme mentality where he feel like, well... I'm the man, I'm the boss, I make the money, and that's that. When I say goals, and you just got to give me respect, and I don't have to respect you type of mentality. And that's why all of his relationships with his children, with his family have failed. And he needs to work on that because, nigga, you ain't got, you not no spring chicken. No, but my thing is, if you watch the show, you can see, like, um the difference between, like, um the parents, a lot of the parents' bonds and his bonds with his kids. Like, Peppa is very into Egypt's She's life. Ever, yeah. She's very into um, her um, niece Titi's life. Yeah. Master P and Romeo are, like, brothers, uh, even though they fathers. Um, Rev Run is really close to all his all kids. All of them. And it just looks crazy out in these streets because Dame Dash really doesn't care about his kids and he's not showing them love and affection. He's not even being supportive in their businesses and stuff. And he just looks like a complete fool. Dame Dash don't give a fuck about nothing. All right, so we're going to jump from Dame Dash and his messy parental ways, and we're going to jump into <laughs> Marriage Boot Camp Reality Stars. Thank you. I thought you was not going to want to put this in here. No, I'm I did. So basically, <sighs> let's start off with, um, we're going to start off with um Bianca and Jocelyn clashing. Now, if you don't know who Bianca is from Love & Hip Hop New That's York. chicken noodle soup. With a soda chicken on the side. side. That is basically the, the clash of the titans, because... Jocelyn was whooping ass on Atlanta, and Bianca was whooping ass. Wait, Jocelyn, yeah, and Bianca was whooping ass in New York. Yes. And basically, um, <coughs> Bianca was upset because um her boyfriend's phone kept ringing, and she seen that it was another girl, a white girl, uh, the same white girl he cheated on her with. And when she and got up, cheating on her with. Jocelyn got up and said hello, and Bianca didn't say nothing. She just smiled. And Jocelyn took that as disrespect because she's going through her own problems with Stevie taking full custody of Bonnie Bella. Yeah. And well, they... Was trying to. He didn't. They started arguing, going crazy. And basically, you just see, like, Jocelyn, like, saying, like, basically, like, you little bitch, you ungrateful bitch. And Bianca said, you got two more bitches to call me before I fuck you up. And that's Harlem shit right there. It was just crazy. Because you're not going to call me no bitch. You manly ass bitch. I didn't want them to fight because I, I love did. both of them. I did. Because Bianca got the hands and so do Jocelyn. So I wanted to see that. That but was a royal rumble I wanted to see. I love both of them. That's like um Mike Tyson fighting um Mayweather. That's too much. No, it's just enough. Of, when you love both people, you don't want neither one to lose. Yeah, 
it's okay. You don't have to give me a draw, but I just want to see them duke it out. Because Jocelyn be running her mouth, and Bianca, you know, she with the shits. I wanted to see that. Just like I can't wait to see next week when she slapped the shit out of her man. So basically, in this week's episode, um, one of the big feuds was between um Bianca and her boyfriend Chosis. If you don't know who Chosis is, he used to work with Asian Doll, the rapper. And um basically, um, he's an artist himself. They got into it because basically Chosis is still date still talking to other girls on the side, but he's still talking to this one girl that um Bianca took a $60 Uber from New York to um PA just to, to fight her. her. Um Chosis And is- that's the energy I like. Like if I mean it, I'm doing it. That's what I like. I love that energy. Chosis is still talking to her on the <laughs> side and they have a whole relationship going and Bianca's just mad because she feel like she's giving her all in this relationship. She went through such things like um she had an abortion, she had a miscarriage, and she feel like he's not there to support her, and he's just labeling her as crazy. And I just feel like this relationship is mad toxic, and they need to let it go because at the end of the day, they both still really young to find somebody else. And I feel like Bianca just want to make it work because she wants the fairy tale like. Well, we life. know now that that she um she pregnant, so they got they stuck together. They not stuck together, but they just they have to be in each other's life. life at least for twenty one years. At least, but they stuck together. But that's separate. When she said she took a uh, took an Uber to PA from from Harlem to beat a bitch ass, so that's the type of energy I'm on, bitch. Come see me, cause if you don't, I will. My bitch Michelle said, um, Oh hell, she said not sixty dollar Uber with that oh, sweet ass voice. You took sixty dollars. No, but that is so annoying. Her voice is annoying after like ten minutes. But it's so crazy because she don't sing like that. She don't. She get. You take my love and I'm giving. She real deep. Yeah, it's like super deep. Uh, what's the song? Something. That's the same song. Get me hooked on you. Yeah, that voice is mad deep singing. It's just so crazy how like it just alternates. But Michelle. I was like, you better make sure Suge Knight ain't watching this from the pen and get Please, you Please, Suge Knight is never getting his ratchet ass out of jail. He's still put his on bitches. Yeah, but anyway, after that, the big blow up of the episode was Jocelyn and Ballistic going at it because they did a ep- um a little um exercise where the crazier people in the couple went to a party just to see like what they would do if their spouses wasn't there. Jocelyn was twerking. She was feeding fruit to guys. And Ballistic just went ballistic. Like, he went crazy. <laughs> he came out breaking plants. He came out stomping. And he basically, he tore the shit up. He tore the whole party up. He was like, party over. And he cursed Jocelyn out. He was just like, I feel like that's what she need. Because she's so aggressive that she, she need a man just, that's just, on that time. Yeah, because Stevie... Stevie was too, like, passive and sneaky. He was very passive-aggressive. And, and a narcissist. Stevie played mind games. And basically, um, he was the he's the Jocelyn in the relationship. Like, he's the crazier one. And I just feel like um, Jocelyn, she definitely disrespected their relationship because she even told Chosen, like, we're going to keep this a secret. We're not saying nothing about this. So you knew, like, you was being sneaky. But my thing is, you know you on a TV show, girl. Why would you do that to that man? Because she don't give a fuck. You don't care. No, I just feel like she need to get it together. It was no reason some, for her to do Like I always say, if it's not crazy, it's not fun. Like, somebody need a little crazy. Like, I'm the crazy one in my relationship. And if it's not crazy, it's not fun. Like, if you don't have to think, oh, she going to stab me. Oh, she might beat my ass. That's toxic. Whatever. That I, is toxic. I like it crazy. That's I'm the toxic. one that's going to bust your tires out, your windows. That's your Spanish I, star coming out of I you. I may cuss out your mother. It's okay. That's your Spanish star coming out of you. I like that. No. I love it. No, that's that Sunday brunch and um, Washington Heights coming out of you. Yes. No. I love it. I will call your mother a bitch. No, like, t- tap into your Caribbean side. Tap into Patra. Because um, 
Little Rosalia is doing you wrong right now. Patch have too much manners. Me not, me not want that. Yes, have manners and morals. No, no manners and behavior. Manners, morals, and standards. Mm. Don't come no, here. No, I, like I like to pop windows out. I like to threaten your life. It's fun. Don't, no, don't come I'm here with that. I'm in a boring relationship. Let me threaten your life one time. Don't come here with that Rosalie If your girl never threaten your life, she, she whack. She corny. She corny. All right, so we're going to move on to our next segment of the show, which is called Weekend Music, where we just talk about a lot of the new music going on, a lot of stuff that's going on in music. So basically, I want to start off with saying congratulations to Little Uzi for Foot Soul Shuffle has finally gone platinum, and it hasn't even been out for that long. Yeah. So Uzi wasn't releasing music because he was in a shitty contract, and now that he's um, distribu distributing his music through Rock Nation, he is allowed to release music whenever he wants, and now it's kind of stopping... Um, the leaks from his music because his record label was leaking a lot of Uzi's music. Of course, so I'm, that coin. I'm glad that Foot Soul Shuffle went platinum because it's one of the biggest songs out right now. Also, we have Doja Cat going on a 15-day tour for her album Hot Pink. She is coming to Brooklyn, New York on April 1st at Brooklyn Steel. I want to see. You got that juicy, juicy. You got that much. She got that booty, booty. Doja could really that. perform. I seen her live at Title Brooklyn. She really could perform. I definitely feel like she's next up. Like, her and Megan are going to be, like, the girls that run hip-hop. Um, Next, we have Janae Aiko announces her album Chalambo on March 6, 2020. She said this is the realest shit she ever wrote. And I can't wait. I'm telling y'all right now, March 6, I'm on Do Not Disturb. I'm in meditation because mother is going to speak to my soul. Suicidal Bitch Music is coming out it's March not, 6, oh my God. 2020. All you miserable, suicidal, bipolar bitches, your, your album is coming out. Your queen is coming. Queen is coming. And I'm not suicidal. I might be a little bipolar, but not suicidal. But I love it. Janae, I'm going to have... I don't want that lullaby music. She has gotten me through some things. Woof. And Janae, go to hell. Janae, make me feel like I'm not the only one out here. Girl, Bob, please. Okay, and you out here with Doja Cat. You was just giving... Um, bust your windows out the car. Now you giving. I'm so sad. I want to lay you, down. And you out here with Doja Cat with cyber sex. So what's the difference? I want to touch on you. Yeah. No, you didn't see um, the Queen of Brooklyn. The Queen of Brooklyn, the ghetto yes. girl. She was like, I want to touch, touch on you. you. Giving the robot. I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? So look, what's the difference? Your bitch thinks she a robot. My bitch is doing her chakras. Your bitch is depressed. Lighting candles, doing voodoo. Whatever. All right, so in other hip-hop news, Pop Smoke streamings, his streamings and his music has increased by 364% after his death. Like That always... Isn't it so funny that happens that like people's streams go up crazy after they die? I don't care. My son better win a Grammy in 2021. That's all I'm saying. He better get a nip... He better have to move like Nipsey. Like, they, they better give him a Grammy. The whole Brooklyn better come out like what's popping what's good. The, the flossy coming out. He don't really fuck with y'all. He left the floor, so he moved to Brownsville. Oh, my God. He's a Brownsvillian. No, please. he's not a Brownsvillian. He's from the floor, so he's from 090. He's always in a 10. He's from 1000. And he's from 092. He's from 1400 with ah. all the Crips. He's at the Real Crips. Shout out to all the Real Crips in 1400. <laughs> what are you talking about? Period. Shout out to all the Crips in the 10. Shout out to Cook. Shout out to Panther. Shout out to all the motherfucking Crips in the building. <laughs> Now I'm back to being blood. I'm okay. But shout out to the Crips in the 10. Y'all know y'all the Crips that I fuck with. I fuck with the Crips in the 10. Yo, I'm sick. You can't make me laugh like this. No, because the ghetto part came out of me. Shout out to the motherfucking Crips in the 10, y'all. <laughs> shout out to all the Crips in the 10. If you've ever been to 10 Amboy, shout out to all y'all. Those are the real niggas right there. I'm going to take you to 10 Day in the Summer, Taylor. That's okay. You know, I the love Crips, it. The Crips be 
Oh, okay. I love being in the hood, so you ain't, you ain't tell me twice. I the love being in the hood. Out, but you gotta just look through. You gotta find the crips, cause it's like the crips, and then it's like the raggedy crips. But then no, when no, you no, look through, raggedy. when you look through, you see the elite crips, like the pop smoke level crips. And that's what I need, cause yeah. you know we don't do raggedy. Yeah, shout out to the motherfucking crips in the tent. That's it. Anyway, in other hip hop news, the weekend announces his tour, the After Hour tour, which is going everywhere and anywhere. Um, also we have. Pretty Ricky has um, released new music with their single title, Body. Pretty Ricky Ricky Ricky. So Pretty Ricky 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 is back. It better be as good. I'm going to listen to it after we get off the air. It better be as good as 5 in the morning. That's my shit. It's got to be Playhouse. We can play house and touch, touch, lay your body down and crush Crush. I do not fucking know that song. What? I told you. I was a tour bus chaser back in my prime. And I was taste chasing. Bruh, you, you old as fuck for knowing that song. Whatever. What I was going to be. How it go? Lay your body down and crush, crush. No, you did not put the sexy voice on. She said she put the sexy voice on. She said, lay your body down and crunch, crush. Lay you on the couch and hunch. Hunch. Go to hell. I used to chase Go them to tour buses. I used to be that girl. What? You couldn't tell. I was going to be either Chris Brown baby mother. I was going to be Bow Wow baby mother. Or somebody in Pretty Ricky baby mother. I was going to be. You Karuchi-ish. He probably sure like you. Sure was. But anyway, we're going to move on to our next. Wait, bitch. Did you say I'm Karuchi-ish? <laughs> you are Karuchi-ish. You got the little chinky eyes. But your eyes look better than hers because they colored. Um, You his color. A little darker, though. You know. I'm, yeah. I like his girls with a tan. But uh, anyway, we're going to move on to our next segment of the show, which is one of my favorites, which is called You Won't Believe This. This is where we talk about all the things going on, all the hot topics. We break it down to you real quick, fast, and we just talk about them. This week is it's real short and sweet, so we're just going to get through it this week. First, I'm going to start off with P. Diddy announcing the return of making the band and the East Coast auditions are next week, Friday. Don't for do anybody it, who want to go, Don't his do it. sons are going to be the new judges of the show. Oh, hell so, no. Yes, yeah, so basically it's like a younger generation version of making a band. And I just want to say, y'all, Don't if y'all want to do it, go on the show. But at the end, when you win, do not sign that motherfucker contract because... Anybody who worked with P. Diddy is a one-hit wonder or still want their money that they never got. Unless your name is Mary J. Blige, who is not winning working with P. Diddy. Because Little Kim House is on foreclosure. And um, Biggie Dead. Um, Mace, still, Mace ain't make no money. Mace only made $600. Loon is a Muslim. Yeah, um, everybody is Call in jail. Call Thomas, we don't know where he at. And all the rest of them is in jail. But I'm just saying, I would not sign with Diddy. And if he tell you, freaking go get him cheesecake to him, suck your muma. I would not sign with Diddy. And you know what's crazy? Um, This week also in um news, Don Richards from Danity King spoke out about how Diddy told um would tell them, like, you're getting fat, you need to work out. Or he would tell them, like, oh, yeah. you look ugly, fix your face, go get your face done. That's a, Day 26 said the same thing, too. Um, That's Brian. abusive. What do you expect when a nigga a black from the black Squidward? No, but people don't talk to people like that. Like the what white else is, do you expect from the black Squidward? That's no, what he looked like. But as a black person, we not supposed to be treating other black people like that. Like people not gonna want to work with you. How dare you tell a woman you're ugly? Go fix your face. Like, How dare you tell another man you you yeah. ugly? But my thing is, as a twenty-something-year-old woman, you can't change your face. Like you ugly, you just ugly. Make me up, put me on something, and I just Contour feel like that me. was fucked up. Highlight me. I, I feel like put that was fucked lighting. up to tell her that because Dawn already felt like she was the ugly one in the group. So for you to tell she her she ugly, was. she was. She wasn't ugly, but she was the least. She was publicable. Uh, I don't know. You God know the, bless her. You know the ones you can bring out in public. Like you gotta be publicable. 
Like you, you're not a Monday Tuesday movie night girl. You can be. She, a- I feel like with Dawn, it was that D Woods was prettier, and you know it's only two black girls. They're gonna put them against each other. D Woods was the prettier black girl because she was on all the magazines, all the black magazines, doing especially all the, the hair ones with her, with her swoop bangs. I love D Woods with that asymmetrical fucking mushroom. <laughs> but we're gonna move on to Miss Peabody herself, Wendy Big Ass Ankle Williams. <laughs> she has been spotted out with a new man. He is the O to her letter P. And basically, Wendy got a new man, y'all. He's kind of cute too. He wasn't ugly. He looked like her ex. He looked real prisony. Yeah, like, he, he like looked, he just he did twenty five and shit. He looked like he just got a jail. He looked like a fat ass teddy bear. Um, and she looked like the letter P with her fucking thick ass ankles. Well, I'm happy. Like somebody needs to get. Wendy down. still look like she on crack, but somebody look. There's somebody for everybody. So how you think these ugly bitches keep getting knocked up? Let Wendy Williams have her fun. Got it. Got it. Flaunt it, buy it, want it, crack, hey. she on it. Hey. That is really, that's my pop smoke rap for Wendy. Crack, she on it, okay? And she on it, and somebody else is providing it, and he probably breaking the boots off of them. He like, bang, bang, bang. Do I cannot thing. imagine bang, bang, Wendy stick body ass. You know, I can't imagine her fucking... Wendy is shaped like a lollipop. Like, the titties is the lollipop, right? The top of it, but it's two. What's shaped like that? She shaped like an upside down dick. Like she really got a bad shape. Like Wendy, I hate her body. I hate her body. Big body Wendy. I can't stand her. She gotta get somebody because right now the way she going. She need a fat transfer. Like not take the fat out, put the fat in to even her out with them big ass titties. The way she going about her life right now, she gonna need a man because she about to lose her whole fan base making her comments. She look like she about to wither away at any moment. Wendy is mad pale looking. But we gonna move on from Wendy crackhead ass. We gonna talk about um, T.I. and Fabulous both admit how back in the days it wasn't cool to say you was in a relationship as a rapper. They were corny for But that. let me expand on that. T.I. has a podcast show called Expeditiously, right? So, basically, um, Boris Kojo and Nicole Ari Parker was on the show. Yes. And he, I love him and um, Tiny gonna tell um, T- um, Boris and Nicole, basically, how do y'all keep y'all dirt out the public? And how do y'all stop people from knowing about the stuff y'all go through? And, like, the cheating and stuff. Like, basically, stuff like that. And Boris was like, wait, what? It's none of that going on. Like, we don't do that. Like, we don't have those type of problems. And he basically just told T.I., like, I really love my wife. Like, that's it. That's all. He's got to respect his wife and not put her in that predicament. Exactly. Something that you should need to be doing. And T.I. just looked at, like, it was egg on his motherfucking face. Yep. But, yeah, so that's just basically what happened on that episode. And I just feel like T.I. and Fab are definitely corny as hell. They're corny for that. is more corny than Fab because Emily B. ain't his wife. Tiny's been your wife for years. But they both look dumb. Like, I feel like Emily and Tiny are the two of the dumbest girls in the fucking game. And Tiny's my birthday twin, so I don't know why she's so stupid because I never had that dumb energy. Because I feel like Tiny ain't stupid as we think she is because she probably securing that motherfucking bag OD. Little piglet. Prima Piglet, Tiny, she is stupid because I'm not about to have all these kids for you and you not claiming me in the streets, you fucking Bernice Bugos. Like, what's going on she with you? She's about to fuck Mayweather, that's why he's in there puffing up his chest. Mayweather don't want Tiny, he just want to be petty. And that's why T.I. was in there puffing up his little ass chest. Mayweather would knock T.I. the fuck exactly. out. And that's the point, that you was that bothered, you was a Bernice motherfucking Burgos, but now I'm fucking with Mayweather, you over in the Waffle House puffing up your chest. 
How lame do you look, bro? All right, so we're going to move on from that. Steven Spielberg's daughter comes out and says that she wants to be a porn star. And let me explain that. She wants to be a solo. She All right, she is a porn star, but she wants to be a solo porn star, which is where she just plays by herself. She also says that she wants to um, pole dance, and she's tired of not being able to be in control of her body. And I just want to say... What in the white rich people shit is going on with you? You know she um she biracial. She, she is biracial. Marriage. She look a little sprinkle of black, but that's fucking dumb. You are rich girl. You are. Dude, your father is motherfucking Stephen motherfucking Spielberg. Your great grandkids is gonna be rich. Why the fuck do you want to be? Your a father porn made star? the color the color purple and forest fucking gum, bitch. What is wrong with you? I want to punch you in the back of the fucking head. My thing is, you're going to be mad. you mad rich. You're going to die rich. Your great grandkids are going to die rich. Why do you want to be a porn star? Porn, porn and stripping is for the girls who need to make a quick buck. You know, the girls who just need a quick little dollar, a little... She needs to get punched in the back of the head just like one time. No, like I just... You... I feel like he needs to put her in a sane asylum. He needs to put her in a closet and play with yourself in there. At this point, bitch, you done lost your motherfucking marbles. Pay with yourself in the closet since you want to pay with yourself so bad. If I'm rich, I don't even want to work at McDonald's. I don't if I'm work. rich, I don't even want to wake up. Why? Because I'm so rich, I can just sleep. Like, girl, you are rich, rich. You're not even Beyonce, Jay-Z rich. You, you are rich, rich, rich. You're not even Oprah rich. You are rich, rich. Like, You're not Play Play rich. You rich, rich. You rich, bitch. You like, the bitch. The only rich, bitch. You like, rich, bitch. One that I go rich, bitch off. Word. That's like, I can buy you. Is. I'll smack you with a hundred grand. Like, that's how rich you are. She wiped my ass with a hundred dollars, rich. Like... I just don't understand. What? I don't even. I don't even know how to cook. Why? Cause my chef is here twenty four seven. Rich. What? Girl, first of all, you want to play with yourself? Play with that hair, cause her hair looks crazy. Yeah, my thing is, you want to if you want to just play with yourself, girl. You do, do it that, like everybody else do it at ten fifty nine at night. You know everybody. Ten fifty nine is the freaky time. Okay, that's when you just go in your room and just do what you need to do. Put everything on do not disturb. Lock the door. Child, you ever gotta lock your door? Cause I'm not locking my motherfucking door. You should know my fucking door is closed for a reason. Don't fucking come in my room. But anyway, we're going to move on to our next topic, which is Selena Johnson. If you don't remember her, she was featured on that song with Kanye West, All Falls Down. That was her big break. She wants people to enjoy R. Kelly's music without feeling guilty. And I can't do it. She sounds dumb. My thing is, bitch, are you stupid? I cannot listen to You Are Not Alone when I know that it's about a 17-year-old girl in a room hiding and he writing um songs about her. I can't. Here, listen to your boo. No, no, he's dropping on somebody 12 year old. Keys in the ignition. I believe I can fly. Like, I can't. I can't. Do what you want. What you want. Only with my thing body. That hurt me is, I can't um, do it. Only thing that hurt me is really, um, I can't listen to. Girl, you wanna come to my hotel? Baby, I'll give, give you my room, room key. key. And feel the way you carry yourself, girl. Cause and I wanna be with you cause you a cutie. Cause if you wanna come to my hotel, all you gotta do is holler at me. Be having an after party. Checking out six in the morning. Six in the morning. Six in the morning. That's the only song I'm sad about. It's mad songs that like. I never really listened to R. Kelly. Like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about him. Like, I don't really listen to his music. You, but you, we do. We just indirectly do. Because how many songs that he been wrote people for? Like, oh my, half the Britney Spears songs I used to bop to. I can't listen to no more. Outrageous when I move my body. Outrageous. Girl, you too black for that. That's the love. You is too motherfucking black to be singing some Britney Spears. Like yo, Lady Gaga. So many songs he on. Shit, um, move your body like a snake, ma. Like that. Shake it to that when I break, ma. No, but we can remix that. We can um, move your body. Wait, no. Move your body like a snake, ma. Oh, so you dressing like a snake, ma? Ha. Give that neon green a break, ma. Nah, that's the remix off of Instagram. 
You can give them that. I can't because R. Kelly on it. Yeah, I don't feel like people. I feel like if you want to listen to R. Kelly, don't do that. Do that if you want to. But I'm I not stepping in the name of love. I'm not doing it. I personally can't listen to R. Kelly. Um, he's never. I don't have an R. Kelly song on my phone, so I never really did listen. You, to you R. Kelly. probably do. The ones he written. I, I don't. Oh, Nivea, don't mess with my man. All of Nivea's songs. Other than that, I don't really have no like um R. Kelly songs on my phone. I don't really. That wasn't my time. I missed out that. Oh yeah, I forgot you a little bit. Yeah, 1986 period. Um, yeah. he was already raping bitches by then. But we gonna Been move raping on. bitches. Um, so basically, SZA, Normani, and Megan were on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine, and apparently, SZA is mad about how the cover came out, and she said that she's not doing no more covers and no more interviews. And I kind of agree with SZA. If you see the cover, mm-hmm. I feel like when a lot of these celebrities do covers, it's it's a lot of Photoshop involved in their covers when celebrities do covers. So basically, um, they photoshopped the shit out of her. I feel like they photoshopped her face to make um, SZA look like Normani. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. Like they really did make SZA look like Normani. And um, Megan's the only one that made her look like her. Megan looked regular, and she's in the middle. But I felt like because um, <coughs> SZA and Normani was on the sides, that they tried to make them look just alike. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Did you see Isaiah Banks two two cents on it? Talk about she should have been on the cover. Bitch, where? If maybe in 2012, 13, 14, she, she could have been on the cover. She was back then. She was on the Double XL um, freshman class at one point in time. But she wasn't on Rolling Stone. That's the big cover. Once you get on Rolling Stone, your career is there. But it was just so cute to see three black girls in Black History Month on the cover, and they all represent different genres. You got SZA as R&B. You got um, Normani as pop, and you got Megan as rap. I definitely feel like the future of like female, the future of um music, uh, the music industry is definitely female, definitely females of color. Yeah. And it was just a cute thing to see. I do feel bad for SZA because it was kind of an unflattering picture. Because if you see SZA on the regular pictures of SZA, that didn't she's look like. She's mad her. pretty in real life. She's hella pretty. I saw her live when I went to see Janae Aiko. SZA is hella pretty. They edited her eyes and made them mad big. Like they edited her face and elongated it. Yeah. Like they just tried to make her look they like Normani. The fuck out of her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going to move on from that. We're going to talk about, um. oh, God, this is a good one. So clips have surfaced about Snoop Dogg joining Jada Pinkett at the Red Table Talk, which is her show on Facebook Live. And they were discussing the whole Gail King comment and how he called Gail King a dog-faced bitch. So in this clip, you see um Jada really um telling him, like, basically how she felt about it, saying that she didn't feel okay with Snoop Dogg calling her a dog-faced bitch. And basically said that she felt like Snoop was talking to her, talking to Willow, and she couldn't rock with Snoop because she felt like it was now targeting her and the women in general. But my thing with that is Jada, I didn't like how Jada was kind of talking to him in a clip as if she was looking down on him. But my thing is that you cannot, Gail King, this is my whole thing with the Gail King situation. You cannot tear down black men and black women because they haven't only teared down just black men, they have teared down black women as well. Yes. You cannot tear down black men and black women and then want support from black people. Like, you cannot, and then in turn, expect people not to be mad or not to say how they feel. I do feel like Snoop Dogg um, articulated his point very well up until that point. And I felt like he didn't have to just go there with that. But I feel like at the end of the day, you can't tell people how to feel. You can't tell people how to be mad. And I feel like Gail deserved that. Like, at the end of the day, you are dragging it and you are, like, you are, you keep, like, you're a repeat offender of bringing down black people. Like, and, and black, and it, I feel like it's not even a repeat if I'm bringing out black people. I think it's more of that's your main target. And we don't hear you commenting on your white allies who literally just got locked up. But my thing is, imagine if it was Jay-Z. 
take Gail out of it for a second and put, because you know, Gail, Oprah, Jay-Z, Beyonce, they are the upper echelon black people in Diddy as well. Yes. But put Jay-Z in that and for, switch the whole gender. Jay-Z's now talking about a woman. <coughs> Jay-Z's now talking about a female, right? Mm. And put that as Jay-Z saying those same things about a black girl. People would fucking riot. People would love if somebody called Jay-Z a, um, a bitch after that. Yeah. So you can't just want to defend people because they're a woman or want to defend them because, um, oh, we should look out for our sister. Our sister ain't looking out for our brothers. At all. They constantly, especially between her and Oprah, constantly ping-ponging back and forth, t- tearing down black people. Ugg and Gully. Uh, Ari Lance, Kale and, and Gail and Okra. That is very white stuff. Kale and okra. Okra kind of black, but kale is white. I love kale. Mm-mm. I love kale. No. They... But I feel like only that Snoop Dogg apologized because his mama made him. And he can call her dog face, bitch, because Gale is harder than face. I feel like he only apologized because he knew that the peoples was coming. No, his mama called him and told him made him apologize. She was on Steve Harvey. She said, yes, I did, because he was raised better than that. He know goddamn well better. As a first of all, he sound like a six-year-old kid. Did your mom make you stand in front of the Mind you, Snoop Dogg is, like, about to be 60. Yep, yep. That's a black mom's power. And she made her son stand in front of the class and apologize, to be honest. But Gail is kind of hard in the face. So, yeah. She, I don't man, feel bad for her at all, Gail though. King's I don't have no sympathy. Bitch. Me either. Gail, Gail King's a dog face-ass bitch. All right, so we're going to move on to our next topic. We have Young and May believes that music has lost its balance because there's barely any R&B music. So everything is leaning one way, which is towards hip-hop. And hip-hop is becoming very repeatable and um, repetitive and saying that um it gets played out quickly because there's no R&B to balance out the hip-hop. Um, That's true. I agree with her because I feel like all of the hip-hop does sound the same, so it gets repetitive. It's very uh, oversaturated market right now because everybody sounds like Lil Baby or, or the Baby. Or A Boogie. Or A Boogie. And then I definitely feel like... um, da, 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 da. I feel like there's not a lot of R&B artists that people could connect with because everything now in R&B is so abstracty, like that it doesn't even really sound like the R&B that was in the 90s. Yeah. And then I feel like... Like there's no Carl Thomases, there's no Cases, there's no... Um, John B's, there's no who else out there was 112. There's no 112s, there's no even new edition. No Montel Jordan. Like, where are all those people at? No SWV. Not, no black, no shit. Who else? No in Vogue. None of those. No The Dream. She a falsetter, like, ooh, ooh. You better the fuck ooh, not fuck up that ooh, song. Ooh. No music, soul child. Like, yeah, with the Jill Scotts. I just feel like um people just like our age group just doesn't want to listen to R and B. They want to really listen to like hip hoppy trap music. I mean, I love. I'm a trap queen. I love it. Like I said, I love to grab my crotch in the club and air shoot. I love it. But then I also want to hear. If you love someone, you just don't cheat them back. Oh, oh how I feel so sad now that I want to leave. She's crying her heart to me. How could you let this be? I just need time to see where I want to be. Where I want to be. Like, wait, a- oh, wait, you got to give. Sweetie, little dee, little dee. I want you to hurt you, baby. You have to give that part. You can't. You can't <laughs> sing that song and not give the sweet it That give me electricity. Electricity through my body, like. That's what we need. Like you need the mix of that. I need to summer rain. Oh no, I don't like that. Song. I love Carl Thomas. He used to be killing. Or um. um Where my girls at? From the front to back, and you feeling that? I need to. Mm, 
Kiki. I like separated. Yeah. Separated, we can't stand one another. Oh, I need to in a picture, us in the living room. By the man of and you're telling me you're loving me. me. She fucked that up. <laughs> or you gotta give um pretty brown eyes. Uh, yes. You know. Mm-mm-mm. Like it needs to be a, a balance between it. Cause I remember those days with Avant and her, or shit, or even Faith Evans and um Avant. No, I only faith others I believe fuck with is um I never knew there was a love like this before. She had the um she had the cast from the Parkers in the video at the skating ring, and that yeah. was, that was my favorite show. I really feel like I love the Parkers. But like, do you see the balance of back then when you had the never had someone to show me your love? Like we don't have that. Like. It's just like... Because R&B artists aren't really giving that energy no more. They're not really singing like how they... They're not singing. They yeah. singing. They're just like... Like, oh. even the R&B that I like, like Summer Walker on them, or Janae, they're not singing. they singing. They're not really coming. They're not even... And then all of them are doing really slow music. Like, the is... The Neo Soul they trying to do. We need upbeat R&B. We need, we need Lauren Hills. We need the... That thing, that thing. Like, yes, Lauren was good at switching from slow to fast. I feel like now they just want to do slow R&B music. Mm-hmm. And it's killing the industry. Like, so Yeah, I, I agree, young man. So how about you um, get you an R&B artist on, on Red Life and push her out? That'd be good. And not a light-skinned girl. Word, not your, not your girlfriend. All right, so we're going to move on to Tammy Roman opens up opens up about her time on um, Basketball Wives. And she said that... um. How her and Shawnee friendship is over and how she feels that Shawnee has shown more favoritism to other cast members like Evelyn Lozada and how she believed that Evelyn ruined the show by coming back. And she um she preferred the 2015 cast, which included Megan from Baggers Club, um, Brandy Maxeel, and Angel. But basically, um my thing is that she's now saying all of this now and I do feel like Evelyn coming back messed up the show but Stop she's saying all of this now but she did not like um Brandy she did not like um Angel she did not like those girls when they was there but I, I, don't, I think it doesn't even have to do about liking it it's just the chemistry like the chemistry was off and that's what she said like that 2015 cast the chemistry was good but I feel like they should have never brought back um Tammy either because I feel like the LA it should have been just two separate shows how they had it the first place because I like the LA cast more when they had um Brooke Bailey on there when they had yeah. um Sunday Carter on there when they had Drea on there and, and, and Royal now Royce Roy, Royce was on the other one, the first one and with Tammy Roy, and them. And I like when they had Dre and Dre and beating whooping ass. Yeah, I feel like it was better with the younger girls, the LA cast being the younger girls, because it was two different shows. It was the younger um show, yeah. and then it was the older show. Yeah. And I feel like um Tammy, I feel like Tammy's saying all this now, but I do see where Tammy is coming from yeah. with the Shawnee situation because if you're my friend, you should have my back. Like. Tammy is one of the real wives of the show. Shawnee as well. And Jackie, they the only... In Malaysia. And they want the only ones that were married. In Malaysia. And Brandy <laughs> Maxfield as well when Brandy was on the show. Yeah. But my thing is like, it should be a sisterhood between the um the real wives. And I feel like I do see where um she's coming from. Because they don't see to be a baby mother and being a wife. And I do see where Tammy's coming from. But you should have said this all when you was on the show. You shouldn't have just left the show but how you left the show. But she kind of did. She was telling them bitches that they was corny and stuff too. Like, she... I feel like Tammy was the mix because Tammy wasn't with the shit, especially when she was coming at Jackie's ass. I love Jackie. Jackie is Jackie so Kirsten funny. Jackie needs to kick fucking rocks. No, I love Jackie. Her, her she kids, can't do no wrong her with her husband. Her Ponderosas and her um, her Jackie just funny. And her waffle color ass husband. I love Jackie. 
he's waffle color. I don't care about he her. Let the, he, let the, he let the peanut man from, from the um the proud family movie. He no, he looked like the peanut man from the um peanut bag, that blue bag of peanuts that they sell. You know the ones in the peanut movie, the ones that was in the proud family they was dancing. And no, that's what her son looked like. You know, I'm not gonna talk about no other kids. I am. I that motherfucker's ugly. I love Jackie Christie and she can't do no wrong. She make the show so funny. Her Chichiman husband. But yes, we're gonna move on to Jesse Smollett pleads not guilty and new charges brought up by the city of Chicago. Basically the city of Chicago still wants to sue him for faking a um faking a hate crime. And I just feel like um they dragging it. Leave Jesse alone. Leave Jesse alone. I kind of changed my mind from last week when I was like lock the nigga up for three months. I do still feel like lock the nigga up for three months, but then I feel like leave him alone because this has been going on for now a year and a half. That was a year, almost a year and a half ago. And it's really not that deep. If you if we really want to consider all the things that are going on in Chicago right now, this is the least of y'all niggas' worries. Chirac, get your shit together. You have R. Kelly in your in your hands. No, they let R. Kelly go. The, R. Kelly was working with the cops. But I do feel like... Um, Y'all got clean the control for that. Like, I, don't worry about Jesse. I feel like either way, I just want this Jesse Smollett shit to be over. Whether y'all lock him up for the um three months that I'm telling y'all to lock him up for, or whether y'all sue him and get this money or whatever, I just want it to be over. I feel like this is dragging. Like This is dragging like how I feel like the R. Kelly thing was dragging. But like, R. Kelly thing needs to drag because, well, it doesn't need to, but it's he's dragging. He's already in jail forever. He never getting out. Jesse, I, I stand for you, Jesse. I love you. I sit so beautiful. He fucked up Empire for real. I really feel bad. Like, if he never would have gotten all this drama, I feel like Empire, Empire would still be, be going. Good. Yes, it still be doing good. Because without him, it's missing a lot. Yeah, but we're going to move on to our next topic, which is one that I'm very passionate about. So, basically, Layla Ali says that for the right place and the right time, she would come out of retirement and fight my good friend Clarissa Shields. And she said that um, basically both of these women are undefeated. Um, Clarissa Shields is a two-time Olympian um, medalist. And basically, um, Clarissa has been saying for a long time, like, she doesn't want her legacy to be overshadowed by Layla Ali's success. She's been saying, like, she wants to fight Layla. Layla needs to come out of retirement and fight her so they can really figure out who's the greatest of the greats. And she's just basically saying, like, um, Layla, come out. The bag is here. What's up? And she's been challenging Layla for a year, but now Layla is finally speaking up, saying, um, get the money up, I'll train, and we can fight. But Clarissa feels Layla, like Layla is scared. Mother. Layla, you somebody's mother. Sit your ass down. But 40 is not bad. 40. 40, I will rock her 40-ass jaw. Sit your ass down. Nah, I feel like Layla fuck you up, Taylor. Yeah, you know, you know who her father is. That's how you know who her daddy was. Yeah, and he was he was a fighting motherfucker until he was about But, 60. like, Clarissa was, what, 28? Yeah. 28, 40 years. Yo, you was... No, like 26, I think. You was... You old enough to be her mother. She, she about to wash you. Well, we'll be surprised. What if she fucking knocked Clarissa head off? I would drop to the floor. I would drop down Just be like this fucking Wilder and Fury fight. Let's talk about that. Did you see that? First of all, um, Fury is now a WWE um superstar, right? And I did not expect him to be able to box like that. He fucked him up. That nigga was doing the take this money, get this money. Ain't no way you can get he this from me, legs. He was not T, okay? Like Cardi B when he she was, left that party. He was lumped the fuck up. He looked like an avocado. Bumpy and motherfucking lumpy. He looked like somebody arm when they in a fucking cold-ass tundra. That nigga like an oatmeal cookie. I don't know what the fuck he looked. He looked like SpongeBob grandmother. <laughs> nah, but he fucked him up. That was a oh. crazy fight. That sh- and then the nigga licked him. On some Orochimaru Naruto shit, licked his blood like. Yeah. Bitch, are you crazy? White people is crazy. Sexy jutsu. 
No, it, white people is so crazy. But he, a, I was telling my mother, I was like, Ma, he a gypsy. Them niggas is hungry. And that's a high level of crazy whiteness. Gypsy is when you graduated from regular crazy white person to high yeah. level crazy. He's white an Irish gypsy traveler. I said that nigga is hungry. He's about to tear his head off. It's white people, Irish people, gypsy Gypsies. people. Hell yeah. In the the field of craziness. Mm-hmm. But yes, we're going to move on from boxing and we're going to get into our last topic. One of the best things ever happened. Harvey Weinstein was convicted out of the two of the five rape charges in New York and has been sentenced to 25 years. So let me break this down to you. He was sentenced to, um, he had five cases against him, right? He was only convicted of the two less, two of the lesser <coughs> charges, right? So he escaped like the predatory charges and like the, um... The little pedophilia charge. Like, he escaped the big ones mm-hmm. that would have got him life, right? Mm-hmm. So, he got um, caught on the two of the New York charges, and he was um, basically convicted to 25 years. The jury seemed fit for 25 years, right? So, which is, he'll probably do 15. Um, But Kids it's not fun. over because Harvey Weinstein also have cases in Los Angeles. He also have cases overseas where of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how it's going to work. Are, are they going to, like still go through with those other cases or are they just gonna lock him up make him do the 25 years then handle that but i feel like it's way more to come with this um he's definitely gonna get more time and i'm just glad they finally got him because this man has been out of jail for so long while bill cosby has sat in jail while r kelly has sat in jail and it's not to say that they all don't belong there but this case of the Harvey Weinstein was brought up way before so, the other two. And all of his victims are alive and creditable. Like Lupita Nyong'o said, that nigga put his pee-pee on the table. Like um, Rose McGavran, like his victims are here. He was not only doing women, he was doing men too. Like Terry Crews, right? Yeah. He said mm-hmm. Terry He said um, Terry Crews said he grabbed his, his thonga thing and like squuzzed it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not here for Terry Crews, so I don't, have, I don't feel no bad, no sympathy for him. But, yes, that's just crazy. I just feel like Harvey Weinstein deserves to be in jail for the rest of his motherfucking life. I feel like he should have got at least three of the five charges because I didn't want him to get 25 because he could still survive that shit. I want him to die in jail. He needs a good 40 years. More than 40. <clears throat> 40. 40. 40 will do justice because he's going to die. And a lash and need to beat him like a runaway slave. No, they're going to fuck him up in jail. They don't play that rape shit in jail. I'm going to beat him like a runaway slave. No, he white. He probably like being whooped. But oh. I feel like he definitely deserved to be in jail. And just a hip hip and a motherfucking hooray. Lock that motherfucker up. Yeah. All right. So we're going to move on to one of our last segments of the show, which is called Weirdo of the Week, where we give somebody the award for just being weird, just being out of line, and just somebody who we feel like is just weird. And I'm going to start it off. I'm giving my Weirdo of the Week to Cardisha B because... I'm going to tell you why I'm giving her Weirdo of the Week. Uh, here we go. Here no, we she go. is Weirdo of the Week because she, as a rapper and one of the biggest rappers out of New York, arguably is the biggest rapper out of New York, she has not spoke about anything dealing with Pop Smoke. She has well, not, he crept, so what you No, expect? but it's it's bigger than that because even Casanova, who's known as a blood, spoke out like, you did not speak about um Pop wow. Smoke. You yeah. did not say RIP. You didn't yeah. even say like... If you were the biggest one in New York, you're supposed to be the gatekeeper of this shit. You're supposed to say, look, I be from different sets, but shout out to this little, little nigga. Like, shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you say that, I, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, everybody, even the game, other bloods has came out. And said something, yeah. Ooh, wow. I didn't think about that like that. Mm-mm. That's weird, bitch. That is weird. Weird bitch energy. And it's also weird because Migos got a song with him. 
why are they offset say nothing either? No, the Amigos public page, you know, the the the, the group page says something, so I kind of feel like that. Offset should say something too. But I feel like Offset didn't want to say nothing because he didn't want um Cardi to like look more crazy than what she looked. But who's your weirdo of the week? Harvey fucking Weinstein. He's your weirdo. He's the weirdo of the century. He's a weirdo. His face is weird. His body is weird. Oh, and he's a motherfucking weirdo for coming to court in that motherfucking walker like that was going to give us sympathy for him. With the, t- with the fucking tennis balls and then shit. Like, and you look so like fucking grandpa. Nobody has no sympathy for your old white rapist ass. This is for Rachel. Why you took me off the schedule with your old... Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Uber <laughs> looper body ass bitch. bitch. Cheese smelling bitch. Fat white bitch. Like, <laughs> Stink fucking warehouse suit wearing bitch. That's yo. That shit that be out. But yeah, Harvey likes to give me my weirdo because... He's out here and fucking crying. Like, nigga, you wasn't crying. He's putting your dick on the table. What you crying for now? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Definitely well-deserved. But before we get into MVP of the week, there's one more story that I want to talk to you about. We didn't get to talk about because, as you know, it came out when we did our last week's show. So, basically, guys, it was a big indictment of the um, 5-9 blood set, which is Cardi B's blood set. And they arrested everybody from the rooter to the tutor. They even said that when Starbrim gives birth, birth, she she will be arrested. She will not be allowed to heal. Starbrim is um, allegedly going, getting locked up for slicing people's faces, and putting out charge. racketeering, and putting out hits on multiple women, multiple people, and basically, um, yeah, it's going down for Starbrim. She's going to jail no matter what. So, speaking of Cardisha B, she has put out, um, she has took down all her pictures with Starbrim off her Instagram yes, I and that. everywhere because she doesn't want to be associated <laughs> with Starbrim right now because. She doesn't want to be um, in the indictment as well because, you know, she already has her own legal problems. She's still in the lawsuit with the two bartenders, Batty G and Jade. So Cardi's just trying to separate herself from Star Brim and all the other bloods. My whole thing is, um, Cardi B, you already did a video saying that you 5'9 because when the um, when the thing happened with 6'9, um, she already said that um, she would set she was in. Yeah. She already has videos with Star Brim. She already has, like, incriminating stuff. So I definitely feel like they're going to connect Cardi B to the, um, the whole situation. Even though she's trying to take down her pictures of her and Star Brim. And people were saying another reason to why she wore the face mask. Because, you know, she got her face reshaped. Yeah. They said she wore it because she didn't want to have a picture with Star Brim. Because she already knew, like, this stuff was coming towards her way. And people are just talking about do they feel bad for Star Brim and all this, all that. I do. I do not. I do not. I do do not. I'm going to tell you why I do not feel bad. She's a mother. Okay. She's going to have a baby. Her baby's not going to have a mother because she's allegedly facing 50 years in jail. I don't feel bad because if you out here slicing people's face, putting out hits on women until this day, it's not like something she did in her past. It's something she currently still doing. Doing interviews with Charlemagne, talking about how you did these things. I do not personally feel bad for Star Brim. However, I do feel bad for her child. And I hope that Cardi B is a good godmother and give that child the life that culture is getting. But I do, I do not feel bad for Starbrim at all. I feel like you reap what you motherfucking sow, and that you you deserve to be where you are going to be in jail, back in jail, even though you just got out that's of what jail. I'm that's why I felt bad. And you just got out, like you ain't even been out one summer. I have out. a friend that's in jail, and he just got indicted, so it's charges that will be added. So I do not feel bad for motherfucking Starbrim, and she out here slicing faces. Lock her the fuck up. Don't let her loose. Lock all of them up. And find something to put on Cardi B and lock her ass up too. That's no, because then we can lock Nikki up for being an accessory to rape. Nikki's not accessory to rape. She did not know it happened when it happened. Ah, uh, here sound we go. Crazy. See lock you. Cardi B up. Lock Nikki up. Lock too. the bloods up. Let's lock Nikki up. Shout out to my motherfucking 
Crips in the tin. That's all no. I gotta say. Free the Brims. Shout out to the Free the Brims. Oh, shout out to the motherfucking Crips in the tin. No. Shout out to the motherfucking Crips. Lock Star Brim up. Lock Cardi B up. Lock the clean the streets. Lock the Bronx <laughs> up. Lock the whole borough up. Clean the streets. Clean the streets. I'm now selling t-shirts called Clean the Streets. Because there's no way they out here just slicing people's face. Oh, my God. Putting out hits on people in clubs. People get sliced every day, B. That's not fucking cute. That's ignorant. Clean the streets. People get sliced every day. That's ignorant. And that's why the city is what it is. It's turning into a little fucking Chicago. Because ignorant shit like that. People get sliced every day, B. Clean the streets and clean this motherfucking... Clean the studio too, cause people would want to be so fucking five nine brim. Clean the streets. Oh whatever. Hashtag clean the streets. Hashtag free the brims. Hashtag that's another thing I don't like. That really grinds my gears when you know somebody did what the fuck they did and you saying freedom. That is highly oh, ignorant. Yeah. I feel like yeah, never mind. That is yeah. highly ignorant. Is. You know somebody did something, you still. Free, free him, free him. He killed 65 people, but free him. He ain't do that Free shit. little Tutu who killed um 20 random people because he going through shit. No, I'm going through shit too. You don't see me with my 9mm just blowing people heads off. Yeah. Free little Billy who walked in and shot up a church. No. Free, free Tuki, free Flock 9. And, and For 2020, if you did that shit, ain't oh, no free but, you. Yeah. You was a real nigga when you bust them shots. Now you're going to be a real, real nigga, nigga in the pen. And taking them shots. Them back shots. Are you fucking dumb? Clean the streets. Yeah. Clean the streets. Clean, I'm about to, I'm about to run for the governor. Streets, clean from the streets. Clean from the streets. Clean from the streets. Say clean it up. Wipe it up one time. Say I clean it you up. You got to bust a safari. <laughs> bust a blank. But nah, that's my thing. I'm about to run for governor, y'all. And my new tagline is going to be clean the streets. We're going to clean the streets because I'm not feeling this. And yeah, I don't feel bad for Star Brim at all. Damn, Ty Brim. You feel bad for her, Taylor? Keeping it beat. You feel motherfucking bad for her? I feel bad because you just got out. You starting this new life and shit, and it's like, boom, racketeering. Damn. Girl. She ain't no baby charge. That's girl, a big charge. Star Brim could go to jail. I mean, go to hell. I was going to say go to jail, but she could go to hell. Um, like, it ain't like a robbery. Oh, right. It was so, the whole slicing faces for me that just got too personal for me. I was like, ooh, racketeering? Ooh, that's what they took 6 9 in on. Clean the streets. Hopefully, you think she gonna, she gonna sing? Call, call, to get. They said she the godmother of the blood. So I don't think I don't see her snitching. I see what I can see her doing is having somebody take the charge for her. How she keep taking these charges for Cardi B, but I can see her having somebody take the charges and for she, her. And she be out only five years. Yeah, they gonna have sympathy that she got a baby. But we're gonna move on this week. I mean, to our last segment, which we do every week, is called MVP of the week, which we give somebody the award for being outstanding, outrageous, and just that bitch. We give the award for somebody for just being popping in they feel. So who do you want to give your MVP of the week to? It's going to go to multiple people. All of our presidential candidates that was on this podium giving it crazy to Michael Bloomberg. Oh, my bitch Liz. We calling her Liz now. All the black people, we we calling Elizabeth Warren Liz. Liz, because she was giving it up crazy My bitch them. Liz was like, um, so let me see your taxes. You say and you make these women come up from the NDA. How many bitches you raping? How many making you making in the what she said? Are you gonna break the NDA so we can know what's going on? Let them tell their story. Why can't they speak for them? Oh, inappropriate jokes. Michael Bloomberg sucks. She ain't gonna win because I don't feel like the country is ready for a woman yet. 
But Michael Bloomberg definitely not gonna win after she roasted his ass. She fried and died. Is Biden? Is Biden or Bernie? <laughs> Bernie, I feel like Bernie gonna take it. I put. I fucks with the judo. Biden gonna take it because he um he ran with um Obama. So uh, black yeah. people that's not educated just gonna see he ran with Obama. Not but, that he was violating black women as well, but they only gonna see the what he's done his lately. And son too. They like to put their peepees on the table. But I'm definitely I want Bernie to win, and I feel like he just needs to have Elizabeth Warren as, as his vice president because Elizabeth Warren was giving it up. Crazy. She was giving ratatata. She was fine. That's really what she was doing. Like she wasn't playing. Fucking Michael Blue. Raping these bitches. You can't be raping these bitches, and then when they all come out, you don't want to have the NDA out. But I feel like Elizabeth Warren, aka Liz, which the black community gonna call, she's definitely MVP of the week material. I'm gonna give my MVP of the week, however, to all the black people that won um, NWACP Image Awards. But if we're gonna have to give one person the MVP of the week, I'm gonna give the MVP MVP of the week award to my good sis Blue Ivy Carter for being the youngest person to win an NWACP Image Award, being the youngest person to ever win a um, major award. E- anyway, she's only eight years old, I believe. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Blue Ivy for winning that award for her song "Brown Skin Girls." Her skin hung like pearls. The best skin in the world. I love blue. Why the fuck you pearly? Brown skin girl. Ah, your skin hung like pearls. The best skin in the world. She really ate that up with that horrible wig in that video. But I love Blue Ivy. Shout out to Blue Ivy for being a game changer at only eight years old. Shout out for Blue to Blue Ivy for being richer than me and how richer than what I will ever be in my grown life. Word. So shout out to Blue Ivy. I feel like that was amazing to see, and that was a beautiful tingy thing. Yeah. Yes, guys. So. And Lizzo too. Her speech was very good. It was a very good speech. Shout out to Miss Mamas. But yes, y'all. That's it for this week's show, okay? Yo. Hopefully, Taylor is feeling better because she been infecting me with this coronavirus in this little room. So now I got to go buy I me a I do not tea. have fucking corona. Pray for Taylor, y'all. She has coronavirus. May she be better. May she wash her hands. May she not touch me. I am. I'm going to rub all over your body. Watch. Oh, my God. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you. I'm going to be Girls Club style. I'm going to sock you. I'm going to rock your jaw like Me, I feel sock you. I'm going to punch you straight <laughs> in your motherfucking chest. <laughs> Look at y'all. Y'all hear that? That's the corona acting up. But that's it this week for our show, guys. Make sure you tune into our show. We are on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Music. We are everywhere. Make sure you guys follow us on all of our social medias. If you don't know where you can follow me at, you guys can follow me at underscore Rashamel. That is underscore R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. Everywhere on everything. Make sure you guys follow my Twitter because Twitter has made a comeback at Rashamel13. That is R-A-S-H-A-M-E-L. 13 on Twitter, baby. Oh, look at your Twitter, Poppy. Make sure you guys follow us. Make sure you follow my baby, Miss Taylor Cheeks at underscore C A L L M E H C H E E K Z. I am that on all platforms. Definitely on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is where I get ratchet, so you might want to fly on through and tweet tweet me. Follow her in that ghetto MySpace name, Call Me Cheeks. And that's it. That's all for this week's show. Make sure you guys tune in next week. We are out of this motherfucking jail. Okay. Okay.